Uh, okay. Hello, and welcome to the Daily Bible Reading Show. How are you doing? I'm sleepy. I'm five minutes away from fun going, ha, falling asleep. Uh, but just before that, I'm going to look at this amazing chapter, Jeremiah 31. I, 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 I can't skip it. You know, I want to, <laughs> to be honest. But I cannot. Too important. So we're looking at Jeremiah 31. Welcome to the Daily Bible. Did I already say that? Lord, please help me. <laughs> help me with today's passage. Help me to concentrate. Just help me to stay awake, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Jeremiah 31. The time is coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Yay! New covenant. New covenant. That, that's very significant. It's the only place in the Old Testament where God mentions this new covenant that he's going to make. And he says, verse 32, It will not be like the covenant I made with their forefathers when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt, meaning, you know, Moses' covenant. So, I mean, you want to think of like Ten Commandments, you know, um, that kind of covenant, that kind of contract, that kind of relationship with God. God says, this is going to be different. This is going to be new. It's not like that one. Yeah. Uh, because they broke my covenant, <laughs> though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. And that's partly the problem. You know, it's a covenant that God initiated, that God gave to his people. By the way, covenant just means a relationship contract. God saying, I will love you, I'll be your God. And God doing all the work. But still, they, they couldn't keep it. And that's, that's, that's the thing. You know, that's why there needs to be this new covenant that is still from God, God still does everything, but God enables us to, to get all the benefits out of it, you know, to be able to keep it, unlike our forefathers. So verse 33, this is the covenant. Okay, so here are the details. This is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After that time, declares the Lord, I will put my laws in their minds and I will write it in their hearts. The same way that God, remember, used his finger to write on the tablets of stone, so God will write his laws on our hearts. Meaning not just that we will know it, but we will love it, hence our hearts. You know, we will know and love God's word. If ever there was a time when you read the Bible and you loved it, that's why, this is, this is why God gave the promise that he will enable us to love his word. Uh, I will be their God, and they will be my people. Hence, you know, it's it's a love that comes from relationship. Not just that, you know, you love Bible study or whatever, but you love God. And that's why you love hearing from God. You love doing His will. Verse 34, No longer will a man teach his neighbor or a man his brother, saying, Know the Lord. Do you know not? <laughs> Do you know God? And you tell your brother, tell your neighbor, say, let me teach you. Let me tell you about God. Because, because you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you think, oh, I know more than you. You know, let me teach you something that you don't know. But he says, you, that won't happen anymore. Because God says, because they will all know me. From the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. And this all, it's not just all in Judah, all in Israel, but all and all and all, everyone. You know, everyone whom God calls, meaning even those who are not from Israel, you know, God will bring into relationship with him. 
And again, you know, this is where where this promise came from. It's this new covenant. And just just the last sentence: For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. Isn't that amazing? You know, God promises long before Jesus and long after Moses that God will do this amazing thing of giving us new hearts, new minds that will love Him, and that. We will be able to able to love him because you know we've been forgiven of our sins.、Uh, and I guess just one thing, one one thing I want to add about the context of this. You, know, you remember that Jeremiah comes in the midst of lots of bad news. You know, people have been kicked out of their homes. They're really, really low and down in the dumps. And if you kind of like ask them, what do you want God to do for you? You know, what, what do you want God to bless you with that would just make you praise Him, and know that He's really God?、Um, most of them would would say, you know, I want God to bring me back home. I want God to make things the way they were before.、Uh, if you're someone who you, know, you lost your job, you want God to give you a new job. If someone is sick, you want God to heal you. That kind of thing. You, you just want to get back to normal. And lots of us are feeling that with、uh, COVID, and you just like, get back to the way things were before COVID. And God says, you know, I'm giving you this new covenant, this new promise that just surpasses that. You know, you, like you plot a graph <laughs> like Bitcoin. <laughs> you anticipate, okay, today is this year, and then with each covenant gives you a new point. You know, it's going to be like this. It's going to be like this. And then suddenly comes this new covenant, and goes goes all the way up. And God is. This is the kind of promise that God is giving us in the New Covenant, in the New Testament, in Jesus, that He has fulfilled for us in Jesus. That forgiveness of sins, that relationship with God, that new hearts that He's given us in this new life, He's given us in Christ. And I guess the reason why I say that is because you know we have this now in Christ. You know, new hearts, knowing God. Forgiveness from God. We have this, but we might still be here in terms of our circumstance. You know, we might still be in Babylon. We might still be in that situation of difficulty and depression. Still wanting God to bring us back to zero. You know, bring us back to that normality. But God says, "Hey, you are here. <laughs> You've received all these promises already." And you've received all these blessings in Christ, so rejoice in this. One day, you know, when Christ returns, everything will be like this. But for now, there's this kind of like gap. You you might still be sick. You might still have lost that blessing, that material blessing, that physical blessing. But all the fullness of God's spiritual blessing has been realized in Christ. That these guys never got. They just got the promise of it. But we have that fullness, that realization, that inheritance even today, and that means we can rejoice in this, even though we are like this today. We can rejoice in that fullness of life, fullness of forgiveness, fullness of the knowledge of God, even though it might not seem that way on the outside.、Uh. Let's pray, Heavenly Father. Um, I don't know if this makes sense for whoever is listening.、Uh, just how blessed we are in Christ.、Uh, you don't hold anything back. 
but that you've given us every one of the promises in this book through our Lord Jesus Christ. And all you're really doing through these words is just opening our eyes, opening our hearts to realize that we already have this in Christ. So thank you for that. Open our eyes and help us to give all glory to you for this promise realized in Christ. I pray this in his name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. Take care. God bless.